a member of the DATC media family. This is Dropped Among This Crowd, a podcast that dives into the music and community of improvisational progressive rock band, Humphreys McGee. Each episode will feature a rotating schedule of insightful show recaps, interviews with members of Team UM, as well as musicians who have been inspired by the band. This is your place for the latest news and happenings in the world of Humphreys McGee, keeping you informed on what's going on or where you can catch the next show. I'm your host, Sarah J. Thanks for joining me as we dive in. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this week of Dropped Among This Crowd. I hope that you were able to check out the last fresh episode where we chatted about the beginning of summer tour with the shows on July 8th in Baldwinsville, New York, July 9th at Levitate Music and Arts Festival in Marshfield, Massachusetts, July 10th at Freeman Arts Pavilion in Selbyville, Delaware, and July 14th at Roanoke Festival Island in the Outer Banks, North Carolina. There is a link in the show notes if you missed that. This week, we're going to continue with looking back at summer tour, picking up with the Stone Pony in Asbury Park, New Jersey on July 15th, the Workout Music and Arts Festival in Thornville, Ohio on July 16th, and Northwest String Summit at Horning's Hideout in North Plains, Oregon on July 23rd. Before we get into all of that, a few things to pass along. First, the show will be going back to a weekly release schedule. There is just so much damn music right now to talk about, which I'm not mad at all about that. Um, But in order to bring the best recaps of everything that's been going down DATC will be going back to coming your way every Tuesday. I looked at it before I jumped on here to record, and I think there's still like 12 shows for me to go through. Um, And the guys are still, you know, have a couple weekends in September where they're doing shows. So there's a lot of content to bring to you guys. So going back to a weekly release schedule. Also, in case you missed the announcement that Joel made at Sacred Rose or the posts online, Umble 9, November 11th and 12th at the Riviera Theater in Chicago. Two-day tickets and UMVIP went on sale today at 10 a.m. Central Time, and those will be available through Thursday, September 8th at 11.59 Central Time. General on sale beginning this Friday, September 9th at 10 a.m. Central Time. All of the information about what the evenings are going to consist of will be coming soon. And there is a link in the show notes for all of the information that is available so far. Really, really looking forward to finally getting to experience Humble in person. Some personal stuff and a change of plans last year caused me to miss Humble last minute. So being able to actually be there this year makes this even more special. And there's lots of awesome pre and post game coverage 
coming from DATC Media the week leading up to the event, as well as that whole weekend. Some very cool things up my sleeve, so keep your eyes peeled for that. And keep your eyes peeled for a really awesome contest from DATC Media and Umphreys coming your way later this week. So, 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 so very excited for this. Just you wait, guys. <laughs> Did you catch the premiere of Stew on This, the new show from DATC Media Company with Carl Engelman and Rob Turner? The first episode, titled Mushrooms, dropped last Thursday, September 1st. In the pilot episode, Carl and Rob talk about and pick mushrooms on Engelman's Western North Carolina property while creating a delicious dish with their foraged findings. Carl and Rob dive into a variety of topics from Des Bryant to Ken Burns, the silver linings of COVID. We hear a bunch of great music, including Engelman's tune Mushrooms and a brand new tune from a singer-songwriter that Carl is working with, William Craig Sasser. And we also get the first tidbit of insight on Engelman's recent masterpiece, The Long Game. Stu on this September will be bringing you five brand new episodes on Thursdays throughout the month. Keep your eyes peeled for episode two this Thursday, featuring a very special guest. Listen anywhere you podcast or check out the links in the show notes. And also, today, in fact, we filmed the first one of these. DATC Media is going to be bringing you weekly football picks with Rob Turner, Carl Engelman, and his awesome son, William. This kid blew me away. He really knows his shit. And Ryan Stasek. We sat down today for a few minutes. Uh, Stasek was actually on a layover uh, from Reno, and he was in Dallas, and he was awesome enough to take a few minutes and get on the Zoom with us and talk about who he would like to win um, in the games this weekend. It's the opening weekend for football. Um, So that was really awesome, and that's going to be coming to you um, each Thursday prior to that week's game. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Lots and lots and lots of things happening with DATC Media, and it's super exciting. Well, that's the first thing when you did this podcast and cooking. You were like, well, let's cook. Let's pick something let's go the from woods. the woods yeah. and make a meal out of it. That was your first yeah. thing. Join us as we talk about food and music. Let's do all these things. You know, that's just the way I am. I like that instant. I'm always like that. I'm like, I don't want to play the old shit. I want to play, you know, new, new, new. Politics and conspiracies. The guys don't. They completely demolished it because they were unsafe. Which sounds like bullshit. It sounds like bullshit. It's just like 9 11, right? And the wild world of sports. But there was one, like, I'm with Des Bryant, man. He got scared in the postseason because they said he didn't finish. He made a catch. He turned his body, stepped over, and then and then he dropped and they called it incomplete. And I still felt the Cowboys and Des got scared. There was a lot of days like completely catch bullshit. Check out our new podcast called Stew on This. Tune us in and see what's cooking. Before we start to unpack these shows, you'll find any of the highlights that I talk about on my 2022 
Nugs playlist. There is a link in the show notes if you want to check that out. A massive list of close to 300 tunes at this point, I think, from the year that I thought were fire. An ever-evolving list, so make sure you check that out. Even if you have already, always more stuff being added as the guys play shows and I listen. You'll also find a link in the show notes for my 2022 Hall of Fame contenders list. That has, I'm pretty sure, nine songs on it. And those will most likely be what I vote for when it comes time for 2022 Hall of Fame. All right, so this week, first up, July 15th at the Stone Pony Summer Stage in Asbury Park, New Jersey. Always a throwdown at this venue that the band has played at nine times. Starting the evening with walkout tune, Leave Me Las Vegas, sliding right into Hourglass. Quickly throwing its jacket on the floor and transitioning right into the jam, slightly before three and a half. Triumphantly dancing on, rounding the corner a few seconds later, spreading its wings and soaring out, bringing it back to sea level about eight minutes, dancing along for a few seconds, cooling its heels and delicately dancing, dissipating apart, piecing itself back together as the next tune, two by two. That one would venture into the jungle slightly after six minutes finding a way out about three minutes later, dancing off, gathering momentum, working itself all up and slamming into the ending of two by two. A very nice night nurse dancing out next, followed by Rocktopus, abandoning the core of the song about five minutes, embarking on a little I'm on fire jam, shaking that off and aggressively trudging forward about two minutes later, driving full steam ahead and into the conclusion of Rocktopus slightly after 11 minutes. Second Self would close out the first set at the Stone Pony. The second set would open with the massive debut of new tune Escape Goat, clocking in at 21 and a half minutes, which is a hell of a debut. Beginning to detach its roots about seven minutes, really embarking on its own adventure about a minute later, sinking its heels in even further as it continues to dance on, rounding the corner about 12 minutes, cooling itself off and taking on a more even level, building itself back together about 17 minutes, taking a detour, dancing into and embracing some serious otherworldly Middle Eastern vibes bringing it back down to earth delicately, switching gears completely, transforming into the next tune, Wizards. This is a very nice first time out for Escape Goat. We would actually see this one taken for another spin the next night at Workout, which we'll get to in a few here. And at the time of this episode's recording, it's seen seven plays, so they're definitely having a lot of fun with that tune. You'll find this inaugural spin on my 2022 Hall of Fame list. And you may recall, I'm pretty sure we have not talked about this. Um, I'm pretty sure we have not talked about this here on the show. Um, But you may recall back in 2020, the band... 
um, did a auction to have them write a song for you. And the winner of that um, spoke to Bayless about what he would like in a song. And he chose to have Bayless write about, you know, the friends that you had and used to go to shows with and do all these things with. And, you know, then everybody gets older and has kids and gets married and, you know, moves away and everybody does these different things and starts to, you know, have different opinions about the world and, you know, everybody kind of grows apart, but, you know, can still remember all of the awesome stuff that you did. And so this escape goat is the finished product of that. So that's pretty cool to uh, see what became of that uh, auction from two years ago. Back to this show. After the aforementioned Wizards, another new song, New Wings, surveying the direction it wants to wander about five minutes, lacing up its dancing shoes and going way off, falling apart and sprinkling back down to earth at about eight and a half, taking no time to gather itself back together and driving full steam ahead. At the time of this show's recording, this one has been taken for a spin eight times. I just love how much they're loving these new songs. That would also get a seat on my highlights playlist. Perfectly and nonchalantly walking right into Make It Right Next. Completely switching gears and erupting into an opener. Pure saturation would follow the second time it is seen play. As you may recall from the last Fresh episode, this debuted the night before in the Outer Banks. They'd allow this one to stretch its legs a little bit, coming in at a little over nine minutes, while the version the day before would come in at just under five minutes. So I love that they were already like, yes, let's just give this some more leg room and see what happens. Closing out the second set with Pay the Snucka that would feature a Bulls on Parade by Rage Against the Machine Jam. Encore in the kitchen that would take us on one more jovial jaunt around the neighborhood that evening. Did you know that DATC Media Company is now on Patreon? Yep, offering all sorts of really awesome exclusive merch items, content, and more to our incredible patrons. There's a variety of tiers, options, and ways for you to show your love and support. Your monthly contribution helps make Dropped Among This Crowd podcast, The Umphreys Wow Show, Crooked Conversations, and a ton more Umphreys fan-related content coming soon possible. Check it all out at patreon.com slash DATC Media Company. All right, up next, July 16th at Workout Music and Arts Festival at Legend Valley Music Center in Thornville, Ohio. This is the third time that the band would play at this festival. The last time was back in 2018 on August 4th, my birthday, and the other time was back in 2015 on August 7th. But according to All Things Umphreys, that was not a part of Workout Festival. This first set in Thornville would be only five songs, which personally is like my love language. (laughs) Getting things kicked off with small strides, 
dismantling its roots and enjoying a nice stroll around the neighborhood slightly after five minutes. Joel taking the wheel as we drive back into the driveway about four minutes later. Remind me next, wandering off slightly after three minutes, cooling its heels for a few about six minutes later, only to remember some past resentments and begin to get itself all aggressively worked up as it sinks into the sex metal part of the tune. A scapegoat, the second time this one would go for a spin, as I mentioned a little bit ago, the debut of this new tune would come the night before at the Stone Pony. This version here would come in at 15 and a half minutes, while the one from the day before would clock in at over 20 interstellarly blasting off toward the jam slightly after seven minutes, really sinking in and dancing off. I do enjoy the journey that this one goes off on, but if I were to compare this one and the one from the night before, I enjoyed the inaugural adventure more. Junk next. I'm such a lover of this tune. I did throw it on my highlights list. The first set of the evening would end with an Asking for a Friend debut. This time, the Jake tune, Dayville Monarchy, breaking away and adventuring off slightly after four minutes to enjoy its first stretch, showing with this first time that it's already pretty comfortable wandering off on its own devices. I threw this on my highlights playlist. This tune at the time of recording this episode has seen three spins, including this first one here. It's been really fun to see what they're doing already with this one. As I'm sure it's no surprise to hear, (laughs) this is one of my favorite tunes on the new album. And I am so here for watching them get even more comfortable with it and watch it mature and grow. We'll get to that version from Grand Rapids, but yeah, that one would go into Draconian. That was so nice. Chef's Kiss Good. But we will get to the Grand Rapids show in a future episode. Moving on to the second set at Workout Festival, opening with Glory, followed by The Floor, matter-of-factly charging off on its own slightly after three minutes, bringing it back to the floor proper slightly before seven and a half. I did throw that on my highlights playlist. Bad Friday next, sinking into the jam slightly before three and a half, climbing higher and higher as it continues, taking it all the way to the stratosphere, driving right back into Bad Friday slightly after 10 minutes. Higgins next, falling down the rabbit hole slightly after three minutes, beginning to aggressively dig its way out about two minutes later, sauntering back into Higgins proper at about eight minutes. Malchais ripping its way out next and rounding out the evening at workout with I don't know what I want and the triple wide. Hey, this is Rob Turner. I hope you're enjoying this podcast on the Dropped Among This Crowd Media Network. But my friend Jimmy Knowledge and I also have a podcast on this network that we'd like you to listen to, don't we, Jimmy? It's called the Umphreys Wow Show. 
what we're doing, at least in this season, it uh, we're perfectly willing to let the podcast evolve over the course of time. But season one, we're going through various old school Humphreys McGee songs and exploring them with comments from the band and from the listeners. Generally, we have a side A that's more of a general overview. And then we have a side B where Jimmy Knowledge shines even more than usual. Right, Jimmy? Tell them about side B. Side B is for the curious, the folks that have their scuba gear on and are diving deeper into the improv world and and uh, a lot of the the gooey goodness that happens in in each of these songs they they all have a unique personality and we explore that the best versions of the song the the uh traces of where the song came from and the songs that came from improvisation out of these songs and then we have a metal round with a guest from the umphrey's world and they each, Jimmy, myself, and the guest, pick their top three versions of said song. And then you, the listener, vote on them. And there is some waxing poetic. Not too much. Well, maybe sometimes too much. But we appreciate if you give us a chance and listen. It's the Umphreys Wow Show on Dropped Among This Crowd Media. Thank you, Sarah. Do you create really rad fan art? Is your band wanting to get into the ears of umfreaks? Maybe your small business provides an awesome service and you'd like some like-minded clients to work with. Are you looking to hire some music-loving folks for your team? Perhaps you've had an idea for an umfreaks-themed podcast or something else that you just know this community would love, but you weren't sure where to start. Dropped Among This Crowd Media Company wants to help. With space available for your Umphreys-related show idea, social media promotion of your band, ad spots across the network, and so much more, Dropped Among This Crowd Media Company can help you be seen, heard, and reach tons of fellow Umphreaks, musicians, and other kind folks. Want to know more or have questions? Shoot an email to Sarah at DATCMediaCompany.com. All right, back to the show. Finally this week, July 23rd, Northwest String Summit at Horning's Hideout in North Plains, Oregon. The final year of this festival and the first time that the band has played here. Other bands there this weekend, of course, Yonder Mountain. J-Rad, Green Sky Bluegrass, Railroad Earth, and a whole bunch of others. I looked back at the promotional poster of who was there that weekend, and the lineup was really stacked. Playing this event was especially special to Bayless, which he mentions, because this festival is hosted by Yonder Mountain String Band every year, and the late Jeff Austin was his best friend. It was kind of surprising to me that this was the first time that Umphreys had played this festival for that fact. Um, when I was looking it up and I saw that it was in fact the first time that they played there, I was like, that's really kind of surprising, especially since I think that festival has been around for like 
20 years or something. So it was very surprising that Umphreys had not uh, played there before or even like, you know, 30 dB in some capacity. Um, so that was pretty interesting. The first six songs of this first set that would also reveal itself as an in-the-kitchen sandwich, Brendan and Jake would be on acoustic guitars. Starting with the top layer of the sandwich, the first part of In the Kitchen, I personally love everything about this song being played acoustic. Just something about when I hear it, it takes me back to 2008 when I first was really getting into Umphreys. I don't know why, probably because Anchor Drops was like the first album that I just was devouring. Um, but there's just something about acoustic in the kitchen that instantly takes me back to that moment in time. So I love it. Leaving in the kitchen in the dust for now. As I mentioned, we'll see the conclusion of that in a bit. The first bricks of the next tune, Second Self, would begin to be revealed the last 40 or so seconds. New tune, New Wings, next. The first time we would see this song played acoustically, and the first time we would see any of the new songs played acoustically as a full band. I recall Bayless playing I Don't Know What I Want and So Much, back at a solo show at City Winery on April 11th, but this would be the first full band acoustic treatment of a song off Asking for a Friend. A standalone Nothing Too Fancy would come out next, another song that I absolutely love when they play it acoustically. Resolution coming out after that, featuring a very nice little Norwegian wood by the Beatles, jam slightly before one and a half coming back into resolution proper before dancing off on its own slightly after five minutes enjoying a nice sunday afternoon drive before coming into the completion of that in the kitchen that started the evening a very sexy jam leading into the next tune booth love as brendan and jake switch over to electric and miss tinkles would close out the first set. Second set, starting off with a nice fatty hurt bird bath, breaking away on its own slightly after four minutes, soaring back into hurt bird bath a little over three minutes later, very sinister as it heads out slightly after nine minutes, driving it back home four minutes later. Puppet string, Jen Hartswick would come out on trumpet at about five minutes to join the jam. This would also feature an It's About That Time by Miles Davis Jam, starting to take root slightly after nine minutes. Small Strides next, that although it goes on a very nice wander, would actually be unfinished. Instead, heading into Phil's farm, going on a quick stroll around the neighborhood, that one would also be unfinished. Closing out this second set with a cover of Can't You See with Paul Hoffman from Green Sky Bluegrass on mandolin and vocals. Umphreys has taken this tune by Marshall Tucker Band for a spin a total of 20 times, including this one here. Last time it was played was back in 2020 on March 5th at the Belly Up in Aspen, Colorado. 
That one is noted on all things Umphreys as being a partial version. And for the encore, a cover of Baba O'Reilly going out to Jeff Austin with Allie Crawl on violin. This tune by The Who has been covered 56 times, including this one here. Last time played on December 5th, 2021 at Holidays. My personal favorite version of this was from Summer Camp 2009. Allie Crawl sat in on that one too. And legitimately, every time I hear Bob O'Reilly on the radio, I think of Summer Camp 2009. And honestly, it's the only reason I leave it on when I hear it. It's not my favorite Who song, but because of Umphreys and the nostalgia, I leave it on. Perfect song for Bayless to sing to, I think. And if you've ever checked out the mini series I did with Joel last summer, Tales from Scamp, he actually talks about that cover being really memorable for him, too. If you haven't checked out that four-part miniseries, it was a lot of fun to do with Joel. He tells some really great stories um, from Summer Camp Music Festival over the years. Um, you can find that anywhere you podcast or follow the links in the show notes. All right, so that's everything I have for this week of the show. There's links in the show notes for where you can listen to the shows chatted about in this episode. Um, you'll find links for re-listen and archive if these shows are on there. Um, I know some people don't have nugs and some people don't want to buy the shows on UM Live. So I've tried to find them on archive and re-listen. So you'll find those links there as well. And for any other random stuff that I may have mentioned. Also in the show notes, links for where you can check out the DATC Pod Vault stuffed with all sorts of great past episodes to binge on. This is episode 202. There's so many episodes. It's crazy to look back and just think about all the episodes that I've done. Um, so there's a lot of great past ones for you to binge on. Also, where you can find information on how you can support DATC Media on Patreon and so much more. So make sure you check all of that out. Thank you again so much for joining me. I'll see you around these parts next week. Mad love.